Ugh. Is there anything more frustrating than not being able to make a decision? Big decisions, little decisions, it doesn't matter. We're talking about indecision today of the Where To Next podcast. I'm Stacy. Thanks for being here. Today I'm talking about something I know every single one of us can relate to. And it's this idea or the concept of what is indecision costing you mentally, physically, emotionally? I'm just going to say, I'm just going to throw it out there. Indecision is incredibly expensive. Sometimes it is very literally dollars that are at stake. But I want to propose today when we're not talking about dollars that the mental and emotional toll of not making a decision is significant. Case in point, this morning, I woke up. Wednesday is usually my day where I record the podcast. This morning, I was undecided, and I use that in air quotes, because I have a running list of podcast topics that I want to talk about. If somebody is talking about something in a different space, and I think it's going to be relevant or helpful here, or I'm interested in it, I drop it in. If I have a conversation with a friend or the same topic comes up multiple times, I drop it in that document. And then oftentimes throughout the days and the weeks, ideas come to me, downloaded however you want to say, whatever you want to call it, ideas come to me. And that's what happened at the end of last week. I knew what I was going to be talking about for quite a few days. And then as I was thinking earlier in the week about putting the show together and how I wanted it to lay out and flow, there was something that just wasn't resonating. I wasn't connecting with the idea completely. I had definitely been noodling. And so this morning when I got up, I realized, wow, I'm in a state of indecision because I am not fully committed to this idea. I haven't decided yet how I'm going to proceed. I hadn't decided if I was going to do that topic or if I was going to do something else. I just knew that I was in a state of indecision. And for me, that feels a little bumpy. It feels like you're on an airplane and you hit these pockets of turbulence, you know, every once in a while. And sometimes you get a few pockets close together and you have to say, holy cow, really, you know, kind of hold on to, to your chair or your neighbor, which I have done in the past. Yes. <laughs> and turbulence doesn't normally scare me. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I was. And of course, when I'm going through something and I think, it's applicable. Of course, I'm going to talk to you about it. So this is real life, hot off the press and fresh in my mind and on my heart. So what is indecision costing us? First and foremost, it robs us of the joy of the present moment. My mornings are my favorite part of the day because I'm up. I, that is when my brain is the sharpest. I'm alone most of the time. Sometimes my husband most actually, most of the time, my husband and I have coffee. We don't talk unless we're talking. And it's just my time to do what I want to do. Sometimes I read, I always journal, I definitely have my coffee. And Sarah Jenks calls this her sacred start. And that is what it is. It is sacred to me. I could go on about this if you've been around for a while or if you know me. I talk about my mornings all the time. It is the cornerstone of my day. It is the one thing I consistently do for myself above everything else every single day of the year. 
Side note, sidebar, whatever the term is, we will talk about this at another time. Anyway, because I was standing in indecision, I was not connecting to myself. I was distracted. I was annoyed with the dog. I wasn't loving on my coffee. I didn't journal. I didn't read. And I realized, oh, wow, yeah, it's because I'm undecided here. When we are undecided, we have an unsettled mind. We have an unsettled body. We have an unsettled soul. I wake up usually most nights to go to the bathroom. Took me a lot longer than usual to fall back asleep last night. And I know it was because of this because I was thinking about this. Another cost of indecision is avoiding and distracting ourselves. And now what do I mean by that? When we are trying to either avoid making a decision, it's because sometimes making certain decisions are hard. We're conflicted. There's no clear answer. There's no right or wrong. There's no one answer that speaks louder than others. And remember, our brains like certainty. So this feeling of uncertainty, this feeling of indecision is just uncomfortable for us. So we avoid it. When we avoid the feeling of being confused, so we can avoid the act and we can avoid the feeling, we distract ourselves. And some of the very common ways we distract ourselves, one of my mentors calls it buffering. We remember those, you know, when you turn your computer on or if it's trying to reboot or something, that little sort of scroll in the middle of the screen, buffering. We scroll a little bit longer. Some of us might clean or tidy. Some of us eat. Some of us might drink. Some of us might pick fights with our loved ones. Whatever it is, we buffer our time away because we don't want to do something that we're avoiding, dealing with a decision. I also recently heard another way to describe that is to fill our space or our face with cotton candy. And that <laughs> kind of struck home because cotton candy looks so pretty. It's enticing to the senses, right? And then you take a bite and ugh, it just, I don't, I don't love cotton candy, but I get the point. It looks pretty. It's definitely picture worthy. And of course, kids love it because it's sugar, but it's that sort of quick hit. It's that distraction. And then nothing really substantive comes from cotton candy. And what happens when we avoid and distract with these buffering habits is that buffering creates other issues. If we're overeating, then, I mean, we have overeaten. If we're scrolling, then, wow, we can lose time scrolling or we then feel rushed or, again, we're not connecting with our environments or we're not feeling connected to the people around us. We put off other responsibilities. So case you, you get what I'm talking about when I talk about indecision and costing you because we're avoiding and distracting. There's also a ripple effect in collateral damage. When I was sitting there today thinking about this topic and how I was going to proceed, one of the things I did was I looked at my schedule for the rest of the day and I thought about changing my whole day around. I thought about canceling a walk that I had with a friend. I had lunch planned with my husband and my son. And that creep was impacting the rest of my life. And I didn't want to do that. I had worked hard to schedule that walking date with a friend. That was months in the making. And I was really looking forward to having lunch with my husband and my son because just the three of us very rarely happens. And what I realized was 
that wasn't the issue. The issue was me making a decision. And that would have been collateral damage had I not seen that, had I not caught myself. I would have lost out on those other areas that I was really looking forward to and that would have enriched my life. Pardon the interruption. I've talked about this five-question survey before, and this is the last week to fill it out. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, or maybe today is your first episode, head out, head over, head down to the show notes and fill out that five-question survey. If you do, I would not only be so grateful, but as a token of my appreciation, I will send you something in the mail. Thank you. Another cost to living in indecision is, at least for me, I feel very disconnected, I feel very out of integrity, and I feel very unaligned, if you will. And I don't like that feeling at all. For me, that feeling in my body feels a little frenetic. It feels like there's this undercurrent, this, it's almost like, you know, old school TVs, there was that those gray, snowy stations, I think you know what I'm talking about, just feels like that's in the background. And I don't like that feeling. Of course, it happens sometimes if I'm distracted, but that's not how I want to, how I intentionally show up every day. It feels wiry to me. It's not grounded and solid. And to me, that's a red flag. When I feel that and I can understand that that's what's going on within, then I can just take a second and say, okay, this is what is happening here. And that's exactly what I did. I want to make something very clear here, though. I'm not always 100% clear. I'm not always 100% indecision. There are definitely moments where I live in uncertainty. It's part of being a human. And that is a lot of the times what we struggle with, those gray areas. Life is not always yes and no black and white, right or wrong, decision A or decision B. There's so much room in the middle. And this is a bigger conversation, but learning to be a human and learning to navigate life and to be okay in the sort of middle or the gray zones or in that place where we don't have definitive answers is required. I would say it's required to be a human. And it is also a skill and it takes practice. Doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. It doesn't mean that you're broken. It's just that our brain wants to know this is what we're doing. This is what we're not doing. And it is always trying to protect us and always trying to find the answers. I know I've talked about that before, so I won't go down the whole brain science way. What I am going to talk to you about next is what to do because we face indecision a lot. And the first thing I would say is be very clear and very aware of the exact decision to be made. For me, it wasn't about my schedule. It wasn't about where I was going later. It was about, is this the topic on which I'm going to speak? Remember, it was the topic that I came up with a few days ago. And the answer became a resounding no. And once I was clear on that, then my brain could solve for, oh, well, what are we going to be talking about today? Hence this topic. Something else you can ask yourself is, what is the easiest solution here? We 
overlook simplicity for a variety of reasons. And I'm just going to say that adage, the KISS rule, you know, keep it simple, silly or whatever, stupid. Keep it simple. The easiest solution for me would have been to whip out my list and pick a topic. Actually, the easiest solution, quite frankly, would have been to continue forward with the topic. Definitely was an option. Wasn't landing with me. I came up with another option. That is for you to carry forth. And there are many times where I do say, what is the easiest? Okay, we're going to (laughs) go. We're going to choose that route. Something else you can do, and I do this all the time, is before you get into bed, you can ask a question. You can write it down on a piece of paper. You can noodle on it. You can set the intention that, okay, I'd like the answer to this question. And so many times the next morning, I wake up just knowing the answer is there. It happened last week. There was a question I had, and the answer came to me in the middle of the night. When I got up to go to the bathroom, I was totally aware. You can journal. You can free write about this. You can talk it through with someone. You can take a walk and talk at the same time. I love this. Sometimes people will say, oh, Stacey, I don't want to be walking around my neighborhood talking to myself. Okay, carry your phone with you, put your AirPods in or whatever you listen to, and pretend like you're talking to someone. Sometimes I even voice note. I do a lot of capturing of ideas with my voice memos. And I think that is a great way to talk through situations where you are living in indecision. Something else you can do, and this is a favorite, is you can get quiet for a second. Close your eyes, put your hand over your heart, and ask the question. Tap into your body, to your innate wisdom, to your intuition, to God, whomever, and ask the question and wait for the answer. I have a few extra thoughts on this subject before we close this down. I don't know is not an answer. I don't know is never an answer. I don't know is simply you not wanting to decide or make a commitment. It's very different from I'm in the process of making a decision or I need more information before I can make a decision. I don't know is, yeah, I don't, I don't want to make that decision. Indecision is a decision. That's a super powerful one, but I want you to think about that. By not making a decision, you are deciding. And sometimes that's the easiest way, but I want to argue it's not always the way that is best for you. Sometimes making the hard decision and owning that, while it takes tremendous courage and self-trust, that is how you grow and build yourself and get stronger for what's next in life. What kind of decision maker are you? Do you know that? For me, I just know. I have gut responses. I'm very tapped into my decision-making center, my sacral sense, and I just know. Some people need to mull things over. They need time. They need 24, 36, 48 hours, whatever it is. They like to contemplate. Some people are data collectors, and they want to go and do the research. Some people like to seek input and counsel from others. And I've done that at all, all the times. But largely for, I'd say, 95% of my decisions, I just know the answer. And this is something that I have practiced, honed, and quite frankly, I can't remember a time where that wasn't how I functioned. Yeah, even I think back to some of the earliest big decisions I made in my life, I think 
probably going to college, where I went to college was the first really significant decision I made as a 17, 18 year old person. And I just knew, I mean, the second I stood foot on the campus where I ended up going, I I just knew my body said, oh, yes, this is exactly where I want to go to college. And it was the right decision for me at the time. So knowing that about yourself, knowing the type of decision maker you are can be incredibly helpful. Here's what I did know. I knew that I would figure it out because I always do. I figure out all kinds of things all the time. And I reminded myself that Stacy, in the whole scheme of things, this is a tiny, small decision. While significant or insignificant, no judgment around it, I knew that I would figure it out. I also know and knew this morning that I trust myself and I have the self-confidence to usher myself through the process. So while I didn't know the answer, while I didn't know what I would be podcasting about today, I had my own back. I trusted that I would figure it out. I had the confidence in myself and faith in myself to know that, yeah, something would come. And so here we are. Did this podcast land for you? If you liked or even loved anything I talked about today, could you please do me a favor and send this to a friend? We're always looking for new listeners and new ears. And as the podcast grows, personal recommendations are by far and away the fastest way to get this in between ears of other like-minded women like yourself. Thank you so much. This podcast is strictly for educational and entertainment purposes. It's not meant as a substitute for medical advice or mental health care.